Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist Podcast. My name is Ashley Eve. I'm a human design expert trained by Ra's personal students for the last two and a half years and counting. I'm also a human design and wealth spiritual business mentor, helping you ignite the codes of your original blueprint for limitless prosperity and expansive success. This is all about embodied leadership and results here, my friends, all by design. I can't wait to go on this journey with you, so without further ado, let's get started. to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. My name is Ashley Brianna Eve and I am the human design queen and we are going to talk about money wounds and your body graph today. We're actually going to talk about four core money wounds that we can transmute and alchemize within your openness spaces within your body graph that you've actually taken on the conditioning within this lifetime. Although we can see it in past lifetimes as well, that ancestral patterning, the ancestral wounds showing up in the body graph as well. But we're specifically going to talk about the ego, the G center, the sacral, and the spleen today, which in my opinion holds the top four core money wounds that develop pretty intense, pretty deep rooted conditioning in this life. Before we get started with that though, I want to talk to you about two really fucking exciting things that are coming for the legacy leaders, the quantum disruptors, those sacred rebels that are ready to do life, business, and money their way, who are ready to rise from the chaos of the void and power, purpose, and prosperity. And those two special offers that I have coming up for you right now are Business by Human Design and launching for an August 1st start is Quantum Wealth Embodiment. And the topic today, of course, is going to tie into both of those programs, to be honest. They are, I don't even want to call them programs. I feel like it actually really diminishes the potency of both Business by Human Design and Quantum Wealth Embodiment. But Business by Human Design, guys, I know, I know, unoriginal as fuck. The reality is, I know this has been done over and over and over again. So maybe you knew I was launching Business by Human Design and you had taken previous Business by Human Design courses from other people, or I even had, you know, looking back, I would call it a mini Business by Human Design course, probably about a year, year and a half ago that I had launched, which did really well and was fantastic for the place I was at in my business. However, now, about a year and a half later, my knowledge and experience within human design is, and I'm very comfortable saying this, unmatched in the online space. It's unmatched. I am continuously studying at the International Human Design School and BG5, which is the business, I guess, arm of human design that Ra had implemented. And I am bringing you guys everything I have ever wished would have been in a business course in a business by human design. Not just when I started out and I was taking business by design. 
for example, and strategy courses and courses teaching me how to create a niche of some random Sally down the street with three kids and two dogs. Not only do I wish this existed back then, I wish this existed when I hit my first six figures and multiple six figures so I could continually make those one degree adjustments that allowed me to open into more purpose, power, and prosperity my way in a way that felt really expansive and juicy and nourishing and safe because very often what happens is and what I'm seeing a lot in this industry and this is also what quantum wealth embodiment is expanding into what I'm seeing is people hitting the numbers and being unfulfilled hitting the numbers and feeling just as caged in as they did in corporate hitting the numbers or hiring all the coaches and taking all the courses and their business is still not flowing and it's still not taking off how they know they are capable for. And this was even me at one point in my journey where I was hiring the million dollar plus coaches. And in fact, let me tell you something that I haven't spoken about in a long time, actually. We're going to go off on a story train before I finish that train of thought. But being generator sacral authority, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to forget what that train of thought was when I try to go back to it. These aren't scripted if you haven't (laughs) been able to tell yet. I'll never forget in my business. So when I started out, I was in corporate. So I worked for a big insurance company in there. um, It was called Click to Chat, but essentially the phone rooms. If you called in and you needed help with your insurance, that's where I worked, the call center. And that was after I left my psychology background because that didn't pay much. And believe it or not, working for an insurance company paid significantly more than my psychology degree. And I apologize if you guys hear noise in the background. My bunny, one of my bunnies is running around while I record this. (laughs) So I started out taking the courses that would give me the steps in the framework. How do you write an I help statement? How do you write proper messaging? The mission statement, your Instagram bio, your ideal client, the niche, all of that. I took all of those courses and I always felt really boxed in. I felt like the black sheep, which I've realized is a superpower. So if you are here and you feel like the black sheep or the ugly duckling, Queen, sister, woman, it are, it, that is our superpower. But I felt as though, you know, here, like I'm just going to be really blunt with you. I felt like a fucking failure. I thought, how do other people come up with this? And I can't come up with an Instagram bio. I, and I still can't to this day. Like I challenge you to look at my Instagram bio every day. It's basically something different every fucking day. And I make multiple six figures a year and a half, two years in a business, right? So that doesn't need to stop you. But I felt so caged in. It kind of made me feel like an idiot that other people could get this, but not me, which was also an illusion because what came out later is it wasn't working for them either. And it was an illusion they were putting forward uh, that it was. So then I kind of rebelled from that. You know, my business is called For the Sacred Rebel because one of my favorite things to do is guide the rebels into being a sacred rebel and using that energy and that gusto and that warrior backbone for good in this world. So back then, though, it was not sacred. I rebelled from the strategy. I rebelled from the 
the constraints, the caging, the frameworks. And I went all the way on to the other side. And I hired the multi-million dollar coaches. I was in all the quote unquote right places at all the quote unquote right tables to do what is very popular now. Calibrate, right? How much do we hear that now? Calibrate to me and you will also be able to reach a million dollars a month. You will also be able to have this lifestyle. And there's certainly something to be said. I'm not knocking what has to be said for being around powerful women. And actually, this will be a part of business by human design is who is that actually more important for? Because there are designs where that is actually incredibly important. And there's designs where, honestly, and this isn't going to be popular in the online space, it doesn't really fucking matter who you're around. You're going to be able to hold your highest frequency no matter what. So that's also going to be in business by human design. And it'll help explain, I'm sure, a lot and help you feel more ease in just simply being yourself. So I was in all those right places. And I had already hit, this is after, so I had left, let me back up a bit. I had left corporate without a dollar in my name. I hit my first 10K month. And I thought I was just the baddest bitch in town, right? I had never thought I would hit, like 10K in a month was crazy to me. I had just hoped to match my corporate income, which was I think around $3,500 when I finally left the company. So I just, it was crazy to me. So I had hired and put myself at all the right tables with all the very spiritual feminine women, the, the it coaches, and my income plummeted. Guys, I'm telling you, it plummeted. I almost had a nervous breakdown because I thought, oh my God, I was doing so well and now I can't even make $4,000 a month. And now on top of my regular bills, I have the bills to pay to be on at those tables. And it really created a lot of additional stress. It created um, a lot of pressure. And again, and here's the thing, and maybe you can relate. It also made me feel like I didn't fit at those tables. And this is a little bit of an insider piece to my journey that I actually have never shared before. And I'm sure a lot of people, and I feel a lot of people that are magnetized to my world and that I'm meant to work with are the Sacred Rebels. It's exactly why my business was rebranded to be for the Sacred Rebel, which is now my Instagram handle. So if you've listened to past episodes and you couldn't find me at my old one, it's for the Sacred Rebel on Instagram. So I not only felt at this point, and I'll never forget feeling and looking back and going, well, obviously as a one hit wonder, you know, the Hanson of the coaching industry. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Hanson. Mm, but okay, I'm not going to sing for you guys. Uh, <laughs> so I felt like a failure because I couldn't figure it out. You know, I, I was someone that everything in life always appeared to be really easy for me, but it was because I worked at it. At my core, I'm certainly a generator. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out how to be in the box of strategy and frameworks and email sequences and I help statements and niches and all of that. That couldn't fit for me. But also, but then what it felt like was I also could not fit in to the other end of the spectrum. 
that and even though I was putting myself at the right tables, even though I was taking the right courses, even though I was investing at the levels that everyone was saying, well, if you just invest more, if you put more skin in the game, if you're just calibrating to the right person, it's all going to fucking work out. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's not really the case. And I really, truly wish this business by human design that I am bringing you guys existed not just then, but also when I was making multiple six figures and I was looking for those one degree shifts. And the reason I say that is business by human design, it's going to be module drops over the course of six weeks. We begin on July 15th. We're kicking it off with a master class called the Synergy of Magnetism. And it's basically you are the niche. I'm going to talk about and set you guys up for business by human design by teaching you how you are the niche and unlocking that within. But the reason why I wish this was available at both the beginning and multiple six figures is this course is meant to meet you where you are. I, first of all, I still revisit basic, basic foundations of my design. I still make even one degree shifts on what it means to be responding as a generator. So you are going to receive the core foundational pieces. It is through the light of BG5. Now, Raw had created BG5 as the business side of human design. Okay, the business side of human design, whereas human design as we know it is the spiritual side. So I'm bringing both, but with the lens on the business because, well, you're in business human design to build a soul-aligned, expansive business. So you're getting those foundational pieces, but on top of that, guys, I'm bringing you everything so that you can step into purpose, power, and prosperity. I am leaving nothing on the table. So you're receiving that. You're going to be receiving your Gene Keys Life Work Training. I'm going to dive into your feminine cycle and how that's going to impact your design. We're also diving into profiles in business. So one of the best examples that I can give you really quickly here is marketing as a fourth line, who is the networker, versus a fifth line, who has the greatest impact on strangers. What does it look like for each profile line in building a soul line business? I'm going to touch on circuitry. See, this is what I'm talking about. You have never met a business by human design course like this before. It is like the bad bitch version of business by human design. (laughs) We're gonna touch on circuitry. What does it mean to show up in your business, create messaging, create marketing, products, et cetera, based on your circuitry, whether you're individual, tribal, or collective? The authorities we're going to go over, we're going over voices of the throat, fear gates, the overview of the primary health system and how that impacts your business, your schedule, launching, all of it. There's also going to be a little mini audio course within it that you can always go back to. It's called Receive, and it is helping you tap into what is your soul aligned, what I call holy hustle that you're being called into. Your holy hustle, because, you know, the reality is business does take work. Being an entrepreneur does take work. And there is a small amount of holy hustle that has to go into that. So there is going to be an audio course as well. You can always go back to, refer back to as you grow your business to feel into what is that next level of alignment for strategy, for my business that's going to catapult me to my next level. 
So overall, that's all I'm going to say about business by human design. We'll talk about quantum wealth embodiment another day because we're already, what, 15 minutes into me rambling. All I want to say to wrap that up is this is truly what I wish existed at every stage of my business. And this is exactly what I've been going deep into with my clients one-on-one and in programs over the course of the last two years. I studied human design for over a year and integrated my own design for over a year before I even did my husband's chart. I've been studying and doing the deep integration work with the International Human Design School and BG5. So I'm bringing you like the fullness of human design, the true mechanics of human design, which is going to allow you to make these crazy leaps in your business with wealth, with strategy, with everything that's so aligned and expansive and feels good. But I truly wish this had existed at every level because the truth is it isn't about what works for someone else. It isn't about calibrating someone else. It isn't about anything that you've been told is external to you. It's all fucking within. And that's what I'm guiding you to with Business by Human Design is tapping into your inner authority, tapping into your truth and expressing that frequency outwards so you can step into the highest frequency of yourself and magnetize your soul tribe. And within that, also receive and hold space for the soul wealth that has been waiting for you to perceive it. So it's going to be fucking bomb. But what are we talking about today? I'll drop a link below for Business by Human Design if you want to read more about it or join us in there. We officially kick off on the 15th of July, but like I said, the week before, we're going to dive into the synergy of magnetism, the bonus masterclass, which is free when you sign up. Maybe, maybe not will be added as a separate purchase later on, but at this point, it is not. All right, let's dive into today, my friends. I'm so excited. So with today, I had studied, Raw only did one money course ever, (laughs) And I studied that and I've worked with his personal students on what they've learned from him in regards to money and human design. And I've taken that and divine design, because I think it's so important that I differentiate and say what is Ra's and what is my expansion of it, right? Just like with Richard Rudd and Gene Keys, it's essentially human design, (laughs) That he has seen a different light of and created the hologenetic profiles. And I love Gene Keys as well. I'm certified in it. I still work with Richard Rudd in embodying more of Gene Keys and being able to bring it to my clients at higher levels. But it's essentially what I'm doing here. And it's really important that I differentiate that because I really truly believe when I am teaching human design that it is Raw's download. And then when I'm teaching divine design, It is me being very clear that this is my version of what's coming through for energetics. And for divine design, it's, you know, here I am telling you guys a bunch of stories. I'm going to tell you another funny story. (laughs) What I find funny. Two years ago, I worked with a mentor and I was working with her on increasing my uh, psychic abilities around working with dragons. Now, I'm not going to get too much into that here, but let me know on Instagram if you'd love more information on dragons. I've had a lot of people reaching out to me lately as I've been talking about them. And I do magnetize a lot of people in my community that either are dragons uh, or of dragon tribal frequencies and lineage. So even if at this time you're like, this bitch is crazy. If you're here, you likely have ties. You at least have ties to the invisible realms and the galactic beings and entities there. 
So I was working with this mentor in regards to increasing my capacity with dragons and she's very psychic, very in tune. And she said, and she was doing light body attunements. And at the exact same moment that I felt her say that my light body and my physical body were coming in on each other, we both got a vision of divine design. And the expansion of human design within divine design. Now, I had not thought of that name at that time. She had said, you're here to bring something through in regards to wealth that's going to make a global impact. She doesn't know that I have (laughs) collective circuitry. Now it makes so much sense. Going to be a global impact in regards to wealth and it's going to be called divine design. And truth be told, I'm really good at surrendering. I have my moments. I'm a human, but I'm really great at surrendering. That's what has made me one of the pieces that has made me so successful is I surrender to being guided. I surrender to my strategy and authority. So I pretty much forgot about it until I had a dream about a week ago about divine design. Not even kidding you. So where we're going with divine design is the a piece of it is going to be the expression of wealth and money wounds and ancestral patterning and creating generational wealth through our openness so what we're going to talk about today and i'll do another podcast episode about divine design or talk a little bit more about it but today what we're going to talk about is four core money wounds in your openness and it is in relation to what I've brought through with divine design. So it's an expansion of what Ra has originally spoken about in regards to human design. He talks about selling through your openness and you guys will learn that in business by human design. We will actually go very deep into selling through your openness because, and this is going to lead us into the four core money wounds, your openness, now that's both centers, that is gates, that is channels, Your openness is where you go to school in life. That's where you become wise, right? Conditioning, no matter what we are in the program, no matter what we are in the conditioning, you can't escape it. And it's not the point of being here to escape it. It's choosing what conditioning is correct for you, right? That's essentially what we're doing. When we're learning, when we're working with mentors, we are choosing what conditioning is aligned for us. So when we're speaking in regards to wealth and your openness, you've been experiencing certain frequencies of wealth through your openness in your body graph. So for example, the ego, you've been feeling other people's and you've been feeling the worth other people have in regards to wealth through the ego because the ego in human design It's not going to be, you know, a lot of people say the ego is our heart. It's not the heart, the like the heart chakra. Um, Self-love is the G center. So love of self, love of spirit, that's all going to be the G center. When we're looking at the ego, the ego is proving yourself. So the undefined ego, not self, is trying to prove yourself, right? So some questions I have my client's work around is, am I still trying to prove myself to, to you? That's a piece of it, right? 
that you are worthy of wealth, but also to others that you are worthy of wealth. Maybe this is even to your mom. Maybe this is to your dad that you are worthy to be wealthy. A lot of clients that I've worked with that have undefined egos, a piece of the healing around wealth is surrounding making more than their family. So this could look like guilt or shame over making your father's yearly income in one month. This is something that's come up a lot with my high-level clients. This sense of, oh my goodness, I watched my dad work so hard or my mom work multiple jobs to make $80,000 a year or $50,000 a year or shit, even $30,000 a year. And I'm making that in a week. I'm making that in a month. And there's a lot of guilt and shame around that. There's a lot of conditioning around that, that you have to prove yourself, prove your worth to make a certain amount of money. And if you add this on top of someone that has an undefined ego and an undefined sacral, which is what we're going to talk about as well, I guess I should have said number one is ego. (laughs) So you add the ego, undefined ego on top of undefined sacral and now you have someone that is trying to prove their worth in regards to wealth by working really fucking hard and grinding themselves into the ground but they don't know when enough is enough so it's never enough to prove themselves like just feel the weight of that for a second so we're going to back up god I should have written at least like point form to keep me on track typical sacral So number one, we're going to talk about, and the major, the first one, now it is, the ego is number one in the not self deck. This is something I will also teach in business by human design. Um, In greater depth, you received, if you are in my quantum human design coaching academy, an overview of that. So number one core money wound is the ego, and the wound is not feeling worthy. Feeling you need to prove your worth to make money or be worthy of being wealthy. Right? So this is going to lead you to being driven by proving your worth in your business rather than being led by your heart and desires. And this creates burnout. This creates, and this cycle is never ending. Because what will end up happening is you're always going to feel that you need to prove yourself at every new level. Well, I have to prove that I'm good enough. I have to prove that I know enough. I have to prove that I'm worthy of charging these prices. And what I also see happen when people have the money wound of not feeling worthy, their programs are underpriced. And not only are their programs underpriced, but they've thrown everything plus the kitchen sink, plus their firstborn child, plus their soul into the program to make them feel as though they are worthy of charging a certain amount for that program. So the ego is the number one core money wound. This is something we are going to be working extensively in in quantum wealth embodiment as well. We're going to be speaking about it in Business by Human Design, but I'm creating a whole course as an additional bonus with quantum wealth embodiment. I deeply desire for quantum wealth embodiment to be the go-to, I don't even know the words for it, to be quite honest. You know, quantum wealth embodiment is an experience, a magical experience, Hogwarts, I've been told. Um, it's a it's an experience around wealth. It's healing around wealth. It's transmutation and alchemy around wealth to create generational wealth that sticks around and feels really good and expansive 
rather than operating from the wound, which very often when we're looking for these quick fixes, when we're looking for band-aids, when we're looking for someone to just give us the frameworks, give us the steps, tell me what affirmations I need to say, tell me what steps I need to go through to quote unquote fix myself and fix my money wounds and fix what is wrong with me. It's a quick fix. It's a quick fix. And you know, I'm going to do a separate podcast episode on it, but it creates, oh, it creates more harm than it does good these quick fixes around wealth. It really, truly does. If you're not happy now, here's the thing. We hear so much that wealth amplifies, right? It amplifies. If you're a good person now, you're going to be a good person with more money. But what we don't hear of in the money courses now, what we don't hear of in the spiritual communities now is wealth will also magnify your wounds and your feelings about yourself. So if you don't feel worthy of wealth, right, with an undefined ego, not self, it's going to be amplified the more you have. And then what can end up happening is it goes out as fast as it comes in because you don't actually feel worthy of having that amount of money. And I see this all the time. And it was something that I experienced myself. It's like having holes in the bucket, right? And you can put all this money in and you can make more. But, and you know, we hear a lot of people say, well, it's because you haven't increased your capacity to hold it. Yes, maybe. I'm not negating that. But very often it's because we are still operating through the wound that is being expressed in our design. And the ego is the number one of not feeling worthy. Now, some not self-talk of the undefined ego that you can pay attention to if this kind of stuff creeps into your language is I better do this because if I don't, I won't be worthy. Oh, I want you to feel into marketing, right? How many times has someone else's marketing felt like if you don't hire them, You won't be worthy to be the million dollar coach. If you're not in their container, if you aren't in their mastermind, you are missing out on something and therefore will not be successful. That is preying on the not self of the undefined ego and it keeps you there. It keeps you not feeling worthy. Another not self ego talk. Oh my goodness. I don't know if we'll get to all four today, guys. I can't believe we're 30 minutes in. (laughs) Another one to be aware of is having to be in control. This is the not self of the ego. Third, and we are going to be going deep into this in terms of how do you use this as wisdom in business by human design. And we're going to be healing this in quantum wealth embodiment. Business by human design and quantum wealth embodiment go beautifully together. So in business, if you're like, what is the difference? Why are you talking about this in both? Business by human design is how do I use the not self of my openness to create wisdom and teachings for others because that's where you go to school in life is your openness. In quantum wealth embodiment, we're going to be healing these wounds and transmuting this energy and using it to alchemize that energy into your highest expression of self. So that's the difference between the two. Another one not self-talk of the undefined ego to be aware of is I have to be loyal so that others will see how valuable I am. And 
so I can prove to myself how valuable I am. So that's an undefined ego feeling as though, okay, well, I have to be at the right tables. I have to be around the cool kids to prove that I'm valuable, that I'm worthy. Okay, and that's a, it's a dangerous trap to start getting into. So a shift in perspective, there's a lot more we could get into there, but this is, you know, a mini training on the podcast. <laughs> the rest will be saved for the programs. A shift in perspective, and when you start to notice these behaviors, notice that it is the wound of the undefined ego of not feeling worthy, and shift into you're, you are worthy now. And all that your divine mission asks of you is to show up as you are now. That's it. There's nothing to fix about you. Stop allowing influencers and coaches and the online space to tell you that there's shit to fix about you. You are worthy as you are now. Your divine mission only asks you to show up as you are right now. I am promising you, I promise you, when you allow your true frequency to show and you share your true voice, there are people waiting to hear that. You don't need to be anything else. You don't need to prove to anyone anything. You are enough now. And of course, this is such an of course. <laughs> if you guys are around me, you know what I'm about to say next. Always create around your strategy and authority. So that's prices. That's the amount of shit people get in your programs. It's everything. Even when I was creating this business by human design, I had asked my sacral, is this an update of the original business by human design? Or is this just a completely different course and journey and product? And it was a yes to it being a completely different journey product and experience for those that are entering the sacred container. Had I, now I have a defined ego, but had I had an undefined ego, here's how it can start to show up in our business. I could have felt that to be worthy and to prove my worth, I had to simply update the old one or include all of this information, which if I'm going to be quite honest, even what Business by Human Design's price ads likely underpriced because this is insane what people are getting. It's everything I teach my one-on-one -on -one clients. I could have decided from trying to prove my worth if I was in the not self of an undefined ego that to prove I'm worthy, I had to put it all in the original one or that I had to drop the price down, right? So it's just being aware that you're getting involved in pricing, you're getting involved in strategy through your strategy and authority. Number two is the G center. So the wound here, the core money wound here is I'm not enough just as I am. Mm. I am not enough just as I am. And I'm sure you can start to see how if you have multiple centers that you're operating through wounds in, they snowball, right? And they magnify the wounds. So with the undefined G center not self, Essentially what happens is people are looking for a direction and an identity in someone else. So an undefined G-center being is more likely to be someone that is magnetized to someone that is marketing the calibrating angle, right? Because the undefined G-center, not self, feels that they need a set identity, feels that they need to seek an identity outside of them because they are not enough just as they are to be 
and prosperity, to be an overflow, to make the worth that they came here for, to experience the wealth they came here for by simply being them. And we'll go into, because a lot of people get confused with the undefined G-Center and think that it means you have no identity and that's not what it is. But be aware if you have an undefined G-Center, you are susceptible, if you are in the not-self, to being to be making not self-purchasing decisions. Sorry, my bunny's distracting me. He's running around everywhere. <laughs> to be making not self-purchasing decisions from I need to calibrate to her so that I can be successful. And again, if you add it on top of an undefined ego, I need to calibrate to her so I have the identity of that million dollar coach to prove I'm worthy right? You can see how it starts to compound here. Three ways that the not self-talk of the undefined G-Center can show up in regards to our business is what should I do or who should I hire to figure out who I am, right? Again, it's that calibrating piece. Um, Instead of allowing your strategy and authority to guide you to the correct mentor for you, you are hiring someone that you believe you should calibrate to. Something I say all the time is, I hire people all the time that make less than me. What someone makes has no bearing on who I hire. I simply follow my strategy and authority. Another statement of the not self-talk of the undefined G-Center is, what am I going to do with my life? (laughs) I always laugh that, you know, we're always looking for this end goal. We're looking for especially the undefined G-Centers. But of course, if you're saying, well, I have a defined G-Center, why do I feel like that? It can come up in other areas of the chart. That's something I get into with my one-on-one clients because it is very layered and I pull back the chart in really deep detail for that. But if you're always focused on, what am I gonna do with my life? I feel lost. I feel like I don't have a direction. It can lead to this imposter syndrome. It can lead to putting off, sharing your medicine, your magic now, sharing your voice now because you need to like, quote unquote, figure it out, right? (laughs) Not be lost anymore. Know your direction, know your identity. And the reality is the more you seek direction and identity outside of you as an undefined G-Center, the further you are going to be off track from really truly experiencing your soul level wealth because you're always going to be operating from this place of I'm not enough just as I am to be wealthy. I'm not enough just as I am to be an overflow. I'm not enough just as I am to lead leaders. And as long as you're operating from that, you're operating from the wound, which is only going to create more distortion in your frequency and more wound. So one way you can start focusing on the natural and healthy state of the undefined G-Center is focusing on what you are here to birth is unlike anything seen before. It's nothing that you can calibrate to. Please hear, if you hear nothing else in this episode, please hear me when I say this. What you are going to birth into this world is such a unique genius, it can only be birthed through the unfolding of your unique identity and direction. It has never been seen before. It is literally impossible for you to calibrate to someone because there's no one for you to calibrate to. You are that unique. And simply remain open to moving in different directions in your life, experiencing different things, and being guided by your strategy and authority. You guys are going to hear me say that 
a lot because that's <laughs> it's the foundation of it all, my friends. My bunny is sleeping next to me. It's actually quite cute. He was being a little bit of a terror. Now he's sleeping. All right, let's move on to the sacral, my friends. The primary wound of the sacral when we're talking wealth and prosperity and overflow and abundance is I have to work hard to make money. I have to work hard to make money. And this is going to lead you to not knowing when enough is enough and burning out, over committing, maybe even to different projects, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be to working in your business necessarily, but maybe you're doing a bunch of free shit. You're speaking in other people's groups for free. You're doing all these podcast interviews and you're just constantly over committing. You are constantly working hard to make money because a piece of that story can be, well, if I don't, right? Even if you're a fourth line. So you, and this is how layered it is. Well, I'm a fourth line. You have that desire to network. Well, if I don't work hard and make all these connections, if I don't work hard and increase my network, I can't make money. And I'm telling you right now, I have never, I love doing podcast interviews. I speak in people's groups from time to time. Only when it's truly soul aligned, it's never impacted my income. I made multiple six figures without ever worrying about any of that. So you're, even if you're a fourth line, I'm a fourth line. It's incredibly important that we are healing the wounds and healing the stories around wealth and how it gets to be. If you have a story, I have to work hard to make money, and that includes, if you're a fourth line, constantly networking and giving away my genius for free, you're going to burn out. It's going to lead to you not knowing when enough is enough, and you're going to burn out. So when we're looking at the sacral, the not self-talk of the sacral is essentially, I gotta get this done. I've worked with a lot of manifestors one-on-one when they first come to me, and They'll say things like, well, I just have to get this done. When I get through this, then I can rest. That is the not self of the sacral. And it is a core money wound. If I just push through, if I just get this done, if I just work hard now, then I can make money. And they don't realize that that is actually a core money wound. It's when we pull back the layers and we get to the root of what's going on. So number one, not self-talk of undefined sacral is we need to get this done another one is I need to say yes to this otherwise I might miss out on something so again having this wound around I have to work hard I have to say yes to this otherwise I miss out on wealth and abundance and networking opportunities I miss out on getting my voice out there, right? We can go on and on with this, but the feeling the need to say yes, otherwise you might miss out on wealth, abundance, overflow, prosperity if you don't do blank, right? Another one is boundaries. What boundaries? (laughs) With the undefined sacral, not self and core money wound if I have to work hard to make money there are no boundaries because you will continue to work hard you will be working all hours fitting in calls one thing again for especially my manifestor clients when they're operating as generators what I see often is they're taking calls at 8 a.m and noon and 8 p.m because they're trying to accommodate everyone from all over the world and they're not saying no they're not having these boundaries because they feel like they're missing out on wealth They feel like they're missing out on prosperity and they feel like they, and again, if you add this on to say 
for example, an undefined ego, feel they need to prove themselves to be an overflow and be abundant. So the number one thing you can do with the undefined state girl is follow your inner authority and you will always know the amount of work that is aligned for you without bending to societal or mental pressure. And the last one we're going to touch on today is the undefined or open splenic center. So the core wound with the undefined or open splenic center is not feeling safe to be wealthy not feeling safe to be in overflow. And within this, it is holding on to things that are no longer good for us as well, right? So that when we're speaking about wealth, when we're speaking about core money wounds, holding on to something that's no longer good for you is being a martyr. Holding on to something that's no longer good for you is charging less than your worth to, for example, prove yourself through an undefined ego. And this could also, when we're looking at the core money wound of not being safe, feeling safe to be wealthy, could also look like undercharging because of that fear of, oh my gosh, if I charge what I'm worth, that would put me at $50,000 a month, $100,000 a month. It's not safe. It is not safe for me to bring in that kind of money. And another wound around this that I see is my high-level clients one-on-one that are pulling in $100,000 launches plus and $50,000 months plus aren't, and maybe you can relate to this, high achievers and legacy leaders not putting that money into investment properties, not putting that money into investment containers where it's going to generate more wealth because they do not feel safe with wealth. Oh, just feel into that for a second. Just feel into that for a second. They don't feel safe to be wealthy. And another piece of this that we're going to get into in quantum wealth environment, but I just want to drop that golden nugget here, is not feeling safe with wealth. So this feeling of, well, if I put it into an investment property, if I put it into a retirement savings plan, well, then I can't access it. And I don't feel safe that wealth is going to come back in. I don't feel safe that if I put that money into investment properties or savings accounts that I cannot access, that more is going to come. So there's a lot of layers in the Splenic Center around safety with money. But this is a primary core wound that we're going to see in the undefined Splenic Center. So a couple points of not self-talk of the undefined splenic center is number one, let's not do that because it makes me insecure or afraid. And that insecurity stops us from taking the aligned risks that open us up to abundance. And we could add that on top of maybe an undefined throat, not speaking their truth because of the quote unquote risks of people thinking you're crazy if you speak about dragons or people not being able to relate to you or feeling like the outcast, right? There's so many, you know, the outcast piece kicked out of the tribe would go with someone with a lot of tribal circuitry. So there's so many layers here. But the not self talk of the undefined splenic center would be let's not do that because it makes me feel insecure or afraid. And that is going to prevent you from taking the risks that are going to allow you to be wealthy and feel safe with wealth. Another one is... I'm not going to do that because I might fail. And again, when we start to pull back the layers, 
it's not feeling safe. Very few people are actually, when we pull back the layers on this one, actually afraid of failure. It's afraid of success. And a third nugget I'll give you guys in terms of the spleen is let's not say that because it might upset that person. And if you've been in my world for a long time, you might be like, well, this sounds really familiar to the solar plexus, not self. It's different because with the splenic center, it's, well, what is the fear there? Is it a fear of if I upset someone, they're going to leave and I'm going to be abandoned? So for example, when we're looking at this in terms of not feeling safe with wealth, if you were to make $50,000 months, $100,000 months, if you actually proclaim that out loud <laughs> that you were going after that, would you lose? And is there a fear of losing your current friend circle, people in your life, maybe your partner, maybe being ridiculed by your family, right? That safety, I don't feel safe holding wealth. I don't feel safe being in relationship with wealth because if I am wealthy, if I proclaim my goals, it might upset people, it might upset those closest to me. I might be kicked out of the tribe. So that's another one for the Splenic Center. Now, the shift in perspective here will definitely depend on what the specific safety fear is. And this is something that we will really truly be healing and transmuting in quantum wealth embodiment. We'll be pulling out that wisdom of the undefined centers in Business by Human Design. Like I said, these two go beautifully together. They're really truly meant to go together. I'm really only, you know, kind of off track here, but really only offering impactful long-term <laughs> programs for people now that go together to really offer that complete alchemy and transformation and self-transcendence in your life. So we'll deal with this in both in different capacities. However, what you can start feeling into here with the Splenic Center is the desires in you, your heart are placed there because they are for you and they are in the highest good of yourself and of the collective. The highest good of yourself and the highest good of the collective. For you to be wealthy, you being a badass, you being a revolutionary, you being a sacred rebel, it's going to change the world. And one thing I can offer you undefined splenic centers that might be struggling with this and really able to relate to this is when I started my journey and I started making a lot and I was more present in the online space, I am going to be honest and say that those closest to me were the ones, not my husband, but other people were the ones that had the most hurtful things to say to me and lash out at me and cut me out of their lives. But I'm promising you those people came back. And it doesn't mean, and it's not that I am saying when they come back around, you should or have to let them back in your life. That's up to your inner authority and what is correct for you. But when you shine your light, when you own your voice, when you heal your core money wounds, we heal the collective. When we heal our ancestral patterning, within ourselves with money, we heal both the past and we heal the future because it is all happening at once. It is all happening at once. So you healing your core money wounds and really going for the fucking dreams that are in your heart, heal past timelines and future timelines. So please, Undefined Splenic Centers, really truly take that to heart when I say that because it's really important that you understand that. It's really important that you embody the fullness of your frequency and within that, also fear is not bad. <laughs> I just want to say this. It's not about getting rid of fear. It's just not allowing fear to drive the bus. It's not allowing fear to dictate your life because I don't want you to also think that, well, just you get to a place where fear never exists or we 
transcend fear. Fear is healthy. Understand the validity of it. Understand the reason for it, right? What is it trying to show you? What is it trying to illuminate? What is it showing you so you can heal it? And just don't act from fear itself. But we are going to see a lot of fear of inadequacy come in the splenic center in regards to money as well. It'll show up here as well. So there's a lot of layered wounds that will show up in the splenic center. Whew, okay, my family's waiting for me, my friends. I said this would be like a 20-minute episode and we're going on an hour. <laughs> Typical, Ashley. What I want to wrap up with this is business by human design and quantum wealth embodiment and working with me is not about fixing you. It's not about telling you that you need to be or do anything other than who you are at the core. And what I'm seeing in the online space is it's becoming fancy to say, don't put yourself in the box, but be more feminine. (laughs) Don't put yourself in the box, but work less, right? Don't work hard. Working hard is bad. Hustle bad. And in that, it is still ostracizing people. It is still putting people in a box. So I'm not asking you to be or do anything that is not you. What I am here to do is support you in your unfolding. What I'm here to do is bring you back to your inner authority. What I am here to do is help you be your inner authority so you can lead the life that you are meant to lead. And if you are a generator and you want to fucking work because you're a badass bitch and you love it, and that is in alignment with you, then you can do that because that is in alignment with you. What I am here to do is awaken the sacred rebel within you because when you stop trying to figure out how to fix yourself, when you stop trying to figure out how to be high vibe, when you stop trying to figure out how to make money or how to fix your money mindset, when you stop trying to be like everyone else, when you realize that you are a human and it was never meant to be anything but polarity and a full range of emotions and experiences in this life, shit starts to flow. And it is your resistance to your divine design. It is resistance to who you really are at the core that is blocking you from the life that you are meant to lead. And again, within that, we also must release even what the feminine flow is meant to look like. I teach working with the feminine, but it's bringing you back into your inner authority on what is correct for you. Because even the feminine paradigms that we're seeing are creating boundaries and making certain things right and certain things wrong. Where you start to worry, am I working too much? Am I in enough flow to welcome wealth? Am I fixed enough or having enough positive vibes or a good enough money mindset to make enough money? Beautiful friend, please hear me when I say this. Your natural state is harmony. Your natural state is harmony. Your natural state is coherence. If you just stop worrying about all that shit and you listen to your inner authority, you're always doing what is correct for you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I was getting a little bit fired up there. So before I get too far on that tangent, I'm going to wrap it up. I will drop the link for Business by Human Design in the comments. I haven't really talked about it on the podcast, so I'm kind of just springing this on you guys. It is starting on July 15th, so doors will close when we start. I don't have like a, I'm a generator sacral. I don't have a strict close date. 
but Business by Human Design will only launch, what I'm feeling into right now is three times a year. So if you're called to it, don't shit the bed, follow your inner authority, right? I'm not saying it's the right place for you. I'm not saying it's the right program for you. But if your inner authority is telling you it is, it's telling you that for a reason. There's something in there that is meant for you. So I simply encourage everyone to follow their inner authority. And if you are called, I invite you into that container. It's filled with just the most incredible badass women I've ever met. It's going to be magic. It's going to be incredibly powerful. And Quantum Wealth Embodiment is not open for the second enrollment yet. I had the initial launch, I believe it was earlier this year. I don't really follow time. It was earlier this year. It was magical and it's just going to be more incredible. Uh, there's been a lot, oh, a lot that has come through that's going to be added into it. And I'm so fucking happy that I follow my strategy and authority because it was originally supposed to relaunch, I think a month ago. And my inner authority kept saying, no, not now, no, not now. And how often in business do we feel pressure to launch something just because we said we were going to? How often in business do we feel pressure to do things that our inner authority is telling us not right now? So I held off on it and I'm so grateful I did because the full vision for it has been crystallizing in the last couple weeks and I'm so honored to bring you Quantum Wealth Embodiment for round two. And it's turned into a wealth membership rather than a three-month course. And that was one of the pieces of feedback I received from the first round is people didn't want to leave. They wanted to be in it longer because it's not a course. I'm not there to fix you. It's this beautiful unfolding within the void, which, you know, I call the void beautiful. Most people would call it chaos, but that is the feminine. And I was getting a lot of feedback that people didn't want to leave it, that they wished it was longer than three months. So I've turned it into a membership with six month enrollment at a, at a time. So I'm really, you know, the fact that I listen to my inner authority and this is just a nugget to leave you guys with. When you follow your inner authority, even when there's outside pressure to not, and sometimes that pressure is on yourself, right? The pressure to do it because you said you would. <laughs> when you follow your inner authority, there's always a reason and there's been so much as crystallized to bring you guys in quantum wealth embodiment that I, I literally have chills. It's going to change the whole fucking game in terms of wealth, in terms of generational wealth, healing ancestral patterns around wealth, money wounds, all of it. We're changing the game in there. We're creating a completely new paradigm. So anyway, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I will drop the link to Business by Human Design in the comments. There will be a special price. I always love honoring my community. There will be a special price for Quantum Wealth Embodiment if you are in Business by Human Design. I am going to drop the link for Business by Human Design. If you love this episode, please share on social media. I love, guys, I freaking love that this touches you guys or changes or transmutes something within you when you listen to these episodes. So please tag me on social media at For the Sacred Rebel if you love this episode. There's a lot of gold in here. So I'd be so honored if you shared with your community so someone could pull out a nugget, a golden nugget that's going to change everything from for them. So you can find me on Instagram at For the Sacred Rebel. I will hang out with you guys over there. I have some lives that are planned um, right before we kick off officially with Business by Human Design. So you want to come hang out with me over there. And I just fucking love you guys. I love you guys. And I'm, ex I'm so excited to go on this journey with Business by Human Design and Quantum Wealth Embodiment with you. And I feel completely honored 
to do this work and to do this work with you. I just have to say that. I wake up every day in shock that I am blessed and honored to work with such revolutionary legacy leaders. So I love you. I honor you so fucking deeply. And I'll see you over on Instagram. Bye, guys.